All right, guys, today is our yearly masterclass that we do on keyword research, where I'm going to give you all of my best keyword research strategies for 2022 with nothing held back. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. You want to know what keywords are driving the most sales for listings on Amazon? To do that, you need to know what highly searched for keywords the product is ranking for maybe at the top of page one. You can actually find that out in seconds by using Helium 10's keyword research tool, Cerebro. Now that's just one of the many, many functions that make this tool my favorite tool in the whole suite, and it's the most powerful keyword research tool ever created for e-commerce sellers. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash Cerebro, h10.me forward slash C-E-R-E-B-R-O. Don't forget to use the Serious Sellers Podcast discount coupon, SSP10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon and Walmart world. And today is our yearly keyword research masterclass. You know, things change, things change month to month, let alone year to year on Amazon. You know, the, the main things, I think the main core principles of keyword research usually stays the same, but every year there's like newer things that you can be doing better perhaps, or that I've, uh, you know, discovered using different case studies that can help you. And, you know, way back in the day, I used to save some of my best stuff for when I, uh, do classes or do like mastermind sessions and zoom calls and things like that, you know, like billion dollar seller summit or, you know, other kind of like high level private groups. But earlier this year, I made the decision I'm retiring from that. So um, like this year at billion dollar seller summit, I was like, Nope, I'm not going to speak for the first time ever. Um, I want it to be Carrie, you know, Carrie, my sister from another mister here at helium 10. I was like, Carrie, please take over as a speaker. And the reason why was what was happening was, I, you guys know how I do case studies, but what I would do is things like that were super, super cool that I found out, I wouldn't say it really on this podcast, at least for a while, and I wouldn't say it in Facebook Lives or Freedom Ticket Extra or different things like that. What would happen is I would like, oh, I'm going to save this because I'm not sure what I'm going to speak at a mastermind and I have to have something new. But I was like, that's not cool. You know, like, I don't like saving my stuff just for, you know, like 50 or 75 people. I want to give you guys everything. So I was like, you know what? Early uh, 2021, I'm like, I'm retiring from saving my best stuff for masterminds. Whenever I come up with cool information, I'm just giving it to the world, I'm not holding anything back. So right here, this is my best stuff. You know, unless my forgetful self has, uh, you know, forgot something, this is everything. I'm not holding anything back, including stuff that I found out, you know, in the last few days. So here it is. This is going to be hopefully good for all of 2022. Um, as you guys know, I don't script these out. You know, I don't plan this. I kind of do all these podcasts off the top of my head. So I'm not sure how many strategies I'm going to have, but let me put it this way. Let me try and do, since we just said 2022, let's try and do 22 strategies. So let's see if in the next 45 minutes or so, I can come up with 22 strategies that can help you on Amazon and Walmart. And if we do less, oh, well, but if we do more, great. I want to give you guys more, more bang for your buck. All right. So let's start off with something that was not in last year's uh, keyword research that I did in September keyword research podcast and strategy number one 
Tidal density, all right, what does this tidal density mean? Tidal density refers to the number of products on page one of a certain search term that have in phrase form that keyword, all right? So this is actually a way that I've been doing for a long time, but until now, it's kind of had to, you ha- you kind of have to do it with, with manual tactics, like using X-ray or just counting listings, right? But now anywhere in Helium 10, and soon coming to black box. But right now in Cerebro and Magna, anywhere where you see a keyword, you are gonna see a column called title density. And so this part of keyword research is almost in the product research stage. So I'm not gonna go into this too deep, but basically the part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy is trying to find products where like the main keyword or keywords have a very low title density, meaning that almost nobody has that keyword in the title. So that's strategy number one is when you're doing your keyword research, take a look at that title density and that'll give you an idea of maybe which keywords you can get easier wins on. And even if you're in the product research stage, it's actually a good way to do product research. So maybe you're doing research for a coffin shelf. You're doing keyword research. You've already got the product. You're just making a listing. When you're doing your keyword research, Run some filters on that uh, title density, and you might find some other product ideas for future ones. So again, number one is title density. Make sure to look at that, you know, before you even have the product to kind of gauge how easy or difficult it is to get to page one with that. All right, let's um, go back into keyword research, more more like nitty gritty keyword research as opposed to product research here. Uh, Strategy number two, let's say there's a product that you found on Etsy or something, and it's not even on Amazon. So a lot of these strategies I'm gonna talk about today, maybe you can't even use because, because you know there's no product on Amazon to like research your keywords because you just got this idea from Etsy. Well, um, two things. First of all, on Etsy, you can use the demand analyzer. That's Helium 10 Chrome extension. You know, if, if you're on any search on Etsy and you come up with something that's trending, you can hit the Chrome extension, just see what kind of search volume there is on Amazon. But the one strategy I wanna talk about here is if you find an actual product on Etsy that's selling well, that you're gonna have something like, go to the very, very bottom, all right? And on the bottom, you'll see something that says explore related searches, all right? What this explore related searches is, is these are what the actual seller of that product you're looking at has put in the back end of their Etsy listing as the most important searches for their product. All right, so, you know, like I'm looking at the Helium 10 one, the Helium 10 egg tray, and at the bottom I see words like egg tray, egg storage, egg container. Well, why is that? Well, that's because I know that those are the most important keywords for my listing. I know my product, you know, pretty well. And so that's what I put there because I I wanna kind of like, you know, feed the Etsy search algorithm, right? So take advantage of this being completely open, you know, and you can see what any seller out there put as their main keywords, all right? So again, there's that if there's no you know, product on Amazon for you to look at, that is the way to find keywords from Etsy, all right? Strategy number three. Let's just say you're, do- you're doing some product research and you come up with something that you think is trendy. Maybe you found it on Pinterest, all right? Again, this, this has nothing to do with Helium 10 uh, right now, but go to a, a page that not many people know about, trends.pinterest.com. Remember, a lot of times search uh, searches happen way earlier on Pinterest than other websites, even Amazon. So what you can do is you go to trends.pinterest.com and let's just say you've got you know a coffin shelf. Well, what you can do is to see what's trending 
is use the autocomplete. You know, this is kind of a rudimentary way, but guys, this, this is what we used to do on Amazon like eight years ago. I wasn't selling on Amazon, but this is what people tell me that they used to do like eight years ago. They used to just use the kind of autocomplete on Amazon. But the interesting thing on trends.pinterest.com, you start typing in coffin and it's gonna autocomplete to some of the most trending keywords that start with coffin. And you'll even see Pinterest um, search volume that like search, search volume charts, I should say actually, of those keywords. And again, this could be for both product research. You'll see a lot of trending stuff, but you might also get some newer keywords that maybe haven't really registered on Amazon as having that much search volume yet. All right. So that's number three. Strategy number four, speaking of off Amazon, uh, another way I like to find oh, strange keywords is actually just looking on, you know, Shopify or Alibaba.com. You know, I might be searching, I might see something interesting on a Shopify website. You run that demand analyzer, that program I told you from the Helium 10 Chrome extension on any Shopify page, and it's gonna pull some of the top keywords from that page. And then you'll instantly see if there is search volume on Amazon and what, you know, some of the top products, some related keywords, et cetera. Um, and then if you're on Alibaba, that that's where really you find some interesting, interesting things. All right, so, um, you know, look on uh, Alibaba at titles and different things like that. And you might find that the Chinese factories might be describing a product in a way that you didn't realize. And then again, right there on the Alibaba.com page, you just hit the Helium 10 Chrome extension and you can extract the search volume on Amazon for some of those keywords uh, while you're on Alibaba.com. All right, so that's number four. Let's go number five. Anytime you're doing keyword research in Helium 10, always click on the little graph that's right next to it. You know, if you see any keywords in Magnet, if you see it in X-Ray, if you see it in Cerebro, check that graph knowing that you can check the seasonality. All right, like if I were to go in July and look at beach ball, I might see 150,000 searches, right? But I guarantee you that if you click on the history of that search volume, it's not gonna be 150,000 searches in January. You know, maybe in the lower hemisphere, uh, you know, Australia, it's winter time or something in January, it might be, you know, heavy searches, but in America, at least if you're selling on amazon.com, you're going to see like probably, I don't know, 20,000 searches in February because most States in America are cold in February. Right? So always keep that in mind that, you know, right now you might be seeing a search volume whenever you're doing your keyword research, but just take a look on some of those main ones about the seasonality of it. So that, you know, like maybe that's your main keyword now, but is it really the keyword you want to launch for if you're actually not going to launch your product for another three or four months or something? So just something to keep in mind there. That's strategy. What number are we at? I think we're like at number five, all right? Strategy number six, all right? Here's, we're getting really down to the, the nitty gritty. You want to find the top keywords for one product, all right? So let's just say that you are selling a coffin shelf and you are like, all right, who is the number one selling coffin shelf on Amazon right now? According to X-Ray, it looks like it's the Helium 10 Project X coffin shelf, right? You can just put that into Helium 10 Cerebro, which is a reverse ASIN tool, and we are gonna show you all of the related keywords to there. And these keywords are coming from three data sources. Number one, the keywords that Amazon recommends. I'll talk about that later. Uh, number two, the keywords that we have detected that it's showing up in sponsored results. I'm gonna talk about that one later. And then number three, all of the keywords where that product has been detected in organic search results in the top seven pages, which is usually all that Amazon shows, about 306 listings, all right? 
So if you want to find the top keywords from one listing, just enter that ASIN, the, the Amazon product identification number, into Cerebro, press enter, and then what I would suggest doing is filtering for organic rank like 1 to 10, all right, filtering from 1 to 10. In other words, show me the keywords Helium 10 where this product has been detected in the last 30 days in the top 10 positions on page one of that keyword. And then I would usually put a minimum search volume. No matter what the keyword is, the absolute minimum would probably be like 300. But if it's a if it's a bigger niche, my minimum might be 1,000 or it might be 2,000. You know, like collagen peptides, my minimum search volume would probably be like 4,000 on some of those big sellers because there's tons of search volume. Now for Coffin Shelf, there's actually not that many keywords related to coffin shelf that have search volume. So I might put the minimum like three or 400, but that is the way to find the top keywords. Because remember guys, why, why is this correct? The way that products get on the top of page one is not by chance. All right. Yes. Uh, you know, part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy might have to do with it. Somebody has a brand new listing. They put it in their title. Nobody has that keyword in their title yet. Yeah, maybe instantly they can get to page one, but it, it's not sustainable. Like that's only in the honeymoon period. But if they don't actually convert for that keyword, they're going to fall off of page one. So if you see products that are consistently on the top of page one for high volume searches, that means that keyword is very relevant to that product, they're absolutely getting sales. They're getting conversions for it better than other products are getting conversions because that's how the Amazon algorithm works to get products to page one. Because remember, how does Amazon make money? Amazon makes money if the buyer buys the product. So how do the buyers look for products? They use search terms. So the, the way Amazon can get money is, hey, I'm going to show products to the customers that gives us, as in Amazon, the best chance to make that sale. So if we see good interaction on a keyword with products uh, for a certain uh, for a certain keyword, then you know what? Let's keep showing that that product higher and higher. All right. So again, this is the way to find the top ten keywords for one product, which should always be maybe step one of your keyword research. All right. Now I said you can do that in Cerebro. If you wanted to do that in one click. You could use a newer tool that Helium 10 has called Listing Analyzer, all right? Listing Analyzer is not in the Chrome extensions, in the dashboard. Hit Listing Analyzer, put a keyword, or I'm sorry, put a um, ASIN in there, and you'll get a lot of the top keywords that are that it's in the top 10 for, and then you can actually open up the search more in Cerebro. So again, you can do this two ways, Listing Analyzer or Cerebro. All right, let's go to strategy number seven of the day. We're gonna spend a little bit of time on this one because this is like, you know, I didn't, I didn't plan it, you know, to be lucky number seven right here, but this is probably the meat and potatoes that I think Helium 10 is known for, for uh, is Cerebro and the multi-ASIN search. I mean, we were the first to have this uh, years ago now. You know, we, we started this when I first came to the company and, um, you know, often imitated, never duplicated out there. So this is like creme de la creme part of keyword research strategy. It's finding the top keywords from multiple products using the advanced filters of Cerebro. How would you do that? What you do, you go in, find what's the main keyword for a product, all right? Maybe using that strategy I said in uh, number uh, number six, right? For finding keywords for one product, maybe if it's a coffin shelf, maybe I find that, you know what? Coffin shelf looks like the most relevant keyword. What you do then, go to coffin shelf and just take a look at that page. Who are the top sellers of coffin shelf that are similar to your product? All right, similar to your product in form, function, and price. All right, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, why that's important. But I would suggest getting like five or six or seven. 
the very first ASIN that I put into Cerebro, um, I'm gonna make that my baseline ASIN, all right? Baseline ASIN uh, means I don't have my own product yet. You know, normally you would use this function if you have your own product to compare it to others. But if I'm doing keyword research for a brand new product, I don't have my own product yet. So I'm gonna pick a lower selling one, a lower selling one on that page. Again, a lot of people get confused about this. Like, why would I do that? Well, it's because I just need a baseline to compare things to because the way Cerebro works is it compares everything after that first product that you enter into Cerebro, all right? So I'm, I'm not gonna waste that first position on one of my good competitors. I gotta you do a lower one because it's just a baseline, all right? So I put a baseline product there and then I usually put like anywhere between four and seven or eight of the top competitors that are closest to my product. And then I press enter. What does that show me? That shows me all of those aforementioned things, you know, the um, the Amazon recommended, the sponsored results and the organic, but not just for one product, but for all six or seven or eight, however many products you put there. And this could be thousands of thousands of keywords. But again, to find the top 10 keywords or top 20, the ones that overall are driving the most sales to this niche as a whole, I would use the following filters. I would use search volume filter. Again, sometimes it could be 500 minimum. Sometimes it could be 1,000, sometimes more. You got to play around with it. Uh, different niches are different. And then what I'm doing is I'm going to put the ranking competitors minimum of 75% of the ASINs. What does that mean? That means like if I put in five competitors, I'm going to put probably at least four minimum. That means show me the keywords, Helium 10, that not just one is ranking for, not just two, but at least four out of the five ones that I put, they're all ranking for it. So I can know it's definitely relevant across the board. All right. If I put eight uh, ASINs in there to, to examine, I might put a minimum of five or six right? There's no magic number here. Like I said, that, that's just my personal thing where I say I try and do around 75% of however many ASINs. Again, that is ranking competitors minimum. That's what I'm putting in that field. Now, in addition to that, I still have to dial it down further because if I just do that, I'm still having probably potentially hundreds of keywords and there might be keywords there that still are not necessarily the top relevant ones. I mean, the relevant, maybe they have some kind of relevancy to the niche. I mean, otherwise, why would all the top competitors be ranking for it? But it's not hyper relevant because maybe they're all ranking for it, but they're like all on page five or six, you know, are they getting sales for that? Probably not that many, right? So the other filter I have to use is competitor rank average. What does this mean? This means if I were to take the position or the rank, the keyword rank of all of these products for this one keyword, they're all on X position or X page. So what I would do, I usually like to put between one and 30 as far as rank. And so that means that all if, if at least four or out of that five are all ranking for this keyword and I were to take their average position, they're kind of all on page one. In other words, that's what it's saying in a nutshell. You know, maybe one is five, one is 15, one is 20, one is... 50, but if I average that out, it's between one and 30. I hope that makes sense. In other words, a lot of those ones, the top competitors are all on page one. So this really helps me find the ones that are kind of hyper relevant to this niche as a whole, because multiple ones of the top competitors, not only are they all ranking for it, but they are all almost all on the top of, or in the middle of page one, right? This is the great way to get your main, main keywords for this niche. All right, now here is a little mini hack I haven't uh, talked about, and it kind of doesn't really have to do with Helium 10. Here is the danger of picking your competitors just once. Like I said, 
it might be common sense or maybe even the data shows that the main keyword is coffin shelf, right? But what if there is a top selling product that doesn't have for whatever reason coffin shelf in the title, but it is a coffin shelf, you know, that might be an extreme example. So let's just say, what if there's a top selling coffin shelf that for whatever reason, maybe they're suffering from the Amazon search shuffle. Um, maybe they're not on page one. If I was just using x-ray on the main page of coffin shelf to look for the top sellers, I would totally be missing out on including a top competitor. So one of the ways I could do this is I could go out there and just look at some of the other, you know, top keywords that came up with my keyword research and just scan to make sure there's no other products that maybe I missed that wasn't on page one of Coffin Shelf. Or another way, as soon as I'm doing, picking the top competitors, before I even get to this stage, go to the bottom of the page of the search results on on Amazon, like uh, for Coffin Shelf or whatever, and you are gonna see at the very bottom something that says related searches, all right? I mean, this could go away at any time, but it's been here for like a year. Related searches, this is kind of like showing what Amazon's data shows as what people are also searching for, all right? So for example, for related searches for Coffin Shelf, you're gonna find all the keywords that actually would have come up in Cerebro anyways. Like right now, um, on this day that I'm recording this podcast, I'm just looking at it live. I see under related searches, coffin shelf large, gothic decor, coffin bookshelf, coffin decor, moon shelf, and coffin mirror. All right. So uh, use this and just I, I would go and just click click once. You, you, only, you only have to click once there and just make sure that you didn't miss any of your main competitors. Because, again, maybe they weren't on page one here for whatever reason, but they might have been on page one here uh, on one of those other keywords. So that right there is strategy number nine, actually. All right. I just gave you guys number eight and nine looking at related keywords. All right. Strategy number 10 for keyword research is more advanced filters, all right, in Cerebro. So that strategy I just told you is how you can find the, like the top 10 keywords for the niche. Now, I had said using the um, minimum uh, competitor, you know, minimum ranking competitors. In other words, you know, probably these are all top sellers. They probably know what they're doing, and I want to find the keywords that are relevant to the niche as a whole. But, but what happens sometimes is that there are some competitors who may have discovered a new keyword, or there's only a couple competitors who are really crushing it on a certain keyword that the other top competitors just either don't know about or they're just not performing well. I mean, every single niche I've ever seen, I see this. Now, yes, a lot of these could be brand-related keywords, and, and I'm not talking about those, but I'm talking about like niche keywords. Like, who knows? Coffin Mirror could be one. Like, it's not common sense to say, you know what, I have a coffin shelf, uh, I can get a lot of sales from Coffin Mirror, but maybe one of the coffin shelves figured it out that people who are searching for Coffin Mirror are buying coffin shelves as well. So they put it in their listing and they're crushing it. They're on page one. They're like maybe in the middle of a whole bunch of coffin mirrors and there's one coffin shelf, but all the other coffin shelf products are not on page one of this keyword. All right. So how would you find that? All right. How would you find that? Again, you're in Cerebro. I would erase all of those filters I did in step um, seven there. And what I would do um, is I, I would actually keep the search volume minimum. I'll keep the search volume minimum filter. But then what I would do is I will go in and on the very bottom, there are filters that are, we call the advanced rank filters. And the very first one um, I would put in is a min and max ASIN, all right? So let's just say I put in seven ASINs or I put in eight ASINs that I'm looking at the keywords for. What I would do is I would say minimum one 
maximum two for ASINs. And then the right to the right of that, it says there what ranks. And so again, minimum, maximum, I would put between one and 10. Now, what is the difference of this and that last one in step seven where I talked about rank filters and competitor rank average? In this one, I am taking absolute numbers. I am not taking an average, all right? And every single time, there are more keywords and some golden keywords that come up with this step of the strategy that you didn't get in that step seven I just talked about. So what I am saying is Helium 10, if I put a minimum one ASIN, maximum two, please show me keywords where only one or two ASINs are ranked in the top 10. All right, I, I could put in whatever numbers. Maybe I wanna put one in 30, one in 40, one in 50, whatever. But whatever numbers I put, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying um, uh, Helium 10, don't show me the average, but just show me the absolute number. Say, which are the ones where only one or only two products out of all these products I put in here are in the top 10 of this keyword. And maybe the other ones don't even have it in their listing or they're not in the top 10, whatever. And I'm gonna get some golden gems in here that is gonna show me some keywords that one or two competitors are crushing it on, but others aren't. And, and the cool thing about this is, is it, every single time I do this, there's always uh, products that are performing well for keywords that the other competitors aren't. But now you're coming along and you're getting the best of the best. Instead of just going with what everybody else is doing as a whole together and competing all in the same things, now all of a sudden you're getting the advantage that maybe one or two competitors had over the others because they were the only ones with it. And, but you're getting the best out of everybody, uh, out of all these top competitors. I hope that makes sense. It's kind of hard to explain, you know, without being able to look at a graph, but guys, this is, this is something that, um, we implemented in, in Helium 10 about a year ago, and I still don't see enough people using this strategy. It's really, really good. Um, so again, use the, advanced rank filters to say, hey, show me ones where a maximum of X ASINs are ranking in a certain range and you are gonna find some hidden gem keywords there, all right? Now, um, strategy number 10 basically is just opening up all those all those searches, all right? So everything I just told you, you know, step seven and um, I, whatever I just said, number nine right there, guys, you just open that up. So you know you know how restrictive those filters were? You know, remember, why, why did I have it so restrictive? Well, I was looking for the top 10 keywords. These are the keywords that I probably wanna get in phrase form in my listing, and so you know that, that's what I was looking for. So you don't wanna put just 10 keywords in your listing, or 15 or 20, right? You wanna have hundreds of keywords in, in your listing. You wanna be indexed for a lot of keywords. So those are always step one, because those are the most relevant to your product what I just said in steps uh, seven and, and nine here. But here in step 10 is you just gotta open up those um, searches little by little. So it, I would open up that first filter. You remember the one where I said competitor rank average? Let's say I had it between one and 30. Well, maybe I'll open it up to between one and 200. I had the minimum search volume at 1000. Maybe I would lower it to 500. Maybe I had minimum ranking competitors uh, six. Well, maybe I'll lower that to three. I'm just gonna keep opening it up until I am satisfied that I have all of the potentially relevant keywords to my listing. Now, the differences of these and the first ones is these I'm probably not gonna put in phrase form in my, in my listing because I don't have enough room 
to put every single keyword I find that's relevant to my listing in phrase form. I only want to save that for like the top 10 or 15, but I definitely want to get indexed for all these keywords. So I'm going to add it to my keyword list. All right. So that is step number 10 is just opening up your searches that you did. All right. Step number 11. All right. We are halfway there. As long as I can get, I'm trying, remember I'm shooting for 22 strategies for 2022 and we are at 11. All right. Find the keywords where the products are high in sponsored rank. All right. So you can do this through either of the methods I mentioned about Cerebro, either putting one ASIN in or multi ASIN in. And what do I mean by high in sponsored? Well, we have this filter called sponsored rank and what that means. And guys, I, I understand this fluctuates a lot. So it's not like if we say that it's three in sponsored rank, that doesn't mean you're going to go into Amazon right now and it's going to be the third position that comes up. It's probably not going to be as a matter of fact, just because these fluctuate. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that ASIN in of one of these top competitors or multi competitors. And I want to see where they are showing up for in the top 10 sponsored ranks at least once, because if you come up in the top 10 sponsored ranks, the last time Helium uh, 10 checked, usually the top 10 doesn't fluctuate that much like it does at the bottom, all right? So if somebody is getting a high rank in sponsored, they, they probably have a high bid. Now, if these are the best sellers, think about the logic here, guys. If these are the best sellers in this niche and they are putting a high bid on a keyword, what do you think, why do you think they're doing that? Well. If they're not dumb, they're probably doing that because they've got some kind of PPC data that shows that, hey, this is a good keyword. I'm converting for this keyword. So it's kind of like you're you're, you're taking advantage of what these guys have probably had to pay for for weeks and months to get the data on to know what's good and what's not in PPC. All right. So I'm looking for the keywords where they are showing up for in the top 10, which is basically on page one of the sponsored results the last time Helium 10 checked. And this sometimes gives me other keywords. Maybe these are keywords that don't have too much search volume and maybe they're not organically ranked high so they never came up in my step seven or step nine, right? However, it's a keyword that they get, you know, one or two sales here or there and sponsored ads so that they wanna be at the very top, all right? You are gonna find more valuable keywords using this method, all right? A lot of sellers don't do this. All right, so that was, uh, step 11. Now I am looking at my time right here and I'm not sure how much my editor is cutting out of this, but I'm like at like 30, 30 minutes, uh, almost here. Um, and I'm only at step 11. So I don't want this to be like an hour and a half episode. So actually I didn't even plan. I told you guys, I don't plan these out at all. I just like press record and then I'm like, uh, let's go. So what I'm realizing now is I need to make this into a two part, uh, episode. So I'm going to go ahead and end it right here with step 11. And then in the next episode, I'm going to try and get to step 22 of keyword research strategy. So I hope you guys have found this informative and whether you're a new seller or you are a seller that has been selling on Amazon, any one of you guys can use these strategies and should be using these strategies to find the best keywords for your listing. But like I said, I'm just scratching the surface. I've hopefully got about 11 uh, if not more strategies left. So come back on the next episode for part two of my top 22 keyword research strategies for 2022. And guys, obviously, I, I know most of you are all Helium 10 users. If for whatever reason you are not a Helium 10 user, you want to go ahead and try some of these strategies out. Um, sign up, go to h10.me forward slash Cerebro to find out more about Cerebro. 
And then somewhere on that page, you can actually sign up to be a Helium 10 member. And don't forget, use the uh, coupon code SSP10, SSP like Serious Sellers Podcast 10, and save 10% off for life. Um, try it out for a month. All right, guys, use that coupon, try it out for a month. And if you like it, great, continue. If you don't like it, you can ask for your money back. So there's uh, zero risk here. So again, h10.me forward slash Cerebro. Then uh, sign up for account, use SSP10 to get 10% off for life. Make sure to come back in the next episode, guys. I'm gonna give you 11 more top keyword research strategies. We'll see you then.